Hey, hi all. Welcome back to Sales Enablement by Sharpsil. This is Arun, co-founder of Sharpsil. If you missed our earlier episode on making your salespeople better advisors, don't forget to catch up on that. The link is going to be below there uh, on the comments. Today, I really want to talk about uh, what sales enablement is and uh, how do organizations approach sales enablement. So, before talking about sales enablement, I want to talk about you know what salespeople really do because when we spend a lot of time on the field, you know we see what organizations look at giving salespeople and what salespeople really think they want. is not always converging so we spent a lot of time on the field and i personally have spent you know time with about 200 field sales advisors to understand how they go and sell and what i realized was you know people have different inputs so people have let's say inputs from the learning team in terms of helping them learn then you have inputs from the sales team sales managers on how do you go about you know you're planning you're selling then you have inputs from marketing team on collateral content etc but on spending a lot of time on the field i realized two things one there is no one sales enablement or you know one thing that fits all because based on you know what i saw there are two things that really really matter in terms of the whole selling process so one i'll classify that as your seller maturity you know there are some people who are fairly new in the system some people who are new to selling your kind of products and some people who are not you know getting great results who have low sales maturity and then on the other end of the spectrum you have your superstar performers people who get all your chairman award who get your you know foreign trips who go to you know vacations etc so this is while this you have your seller maturity on one side the other part of it is your buyer maturity where there are some buyers who are very new to your product who are very new to your company and offering and what they require to convince them is going to be very very different from let's say an expert buyer or somebody who's got a very high maturity where you know you have buyers who really understand your product who are probably already working with you working with your competition and what they really need to be reasoned with is on saying why should you switch from one player to your company so when when we put this together we saw that your what sales people need on the field to kind of drive different conversations will vary based on your particular buyers maturity and your sellers maturity and a lot of times we see organizations don't really focus on this part because you know and typically the the, the process that happens is uh, to say hey let me kind of call my best sales team best guys ask them what they do and then hope that my the rest of my team can emulate what they do and all of them would be successful and we've seldom see that happen because you know different people come in from different backgrounds their drive is different the way they go about doing their business is different and and we've seen that a cookie cutter approach in terms of saying emulate your star performer has not you know has not worked in most cases and the other thing that we see organizations also doing is is to see hey can i kind of ask my best sales team members to tell me what they need as a helping point and their logic is fair they'd say hey my 5% of my sales guys bring about 50 60% of the revenue so as long as i can help them you know my productivity would go up etc but the reality is what this top 5 or top 10% of sales people want is very very different from what the bottom 50 60% really want because typically these top 5 10% are sellers with very high maturity and the way they would approach a customer and use some of these sales enablement tools is very very different from the way you know some of your junior folks or some of your less mature sales people would actually go about their selling process so i think before we talk about you know what kind of sales enablement you know should i focus on and how am i going to enable my sales team i think it's very very important to understand and recognize the fact that not everybody in your sales team you know is the same it's like a cliched statement but not all your fingers are the same so it's very important to categorize your sales teams in terms of what their capabilities are and what their challenges are and then talk about how you're going to enable them at 
different stages of their sales progression or their maturity progression. So the next thing that we see a lot of organizations do is, you know, some organizations go about identifying who the different kinds of salespeople are and look at upskilling them. And, and one of the things that we see common focus going on is to really help people, you know, in helping them understand the products. And we see a lot of inputs going to say, hey, let me kind of get your understanding level from here to here. You know, how do I move the needle in terms of how much you can understand? And a lot of times what your salespeople really want is to not really know everything by themselves, but to say, you know, there are certain parts that they're okay with understanding and explaining it to the customer. But there are also certain parts where they just want to be a conduit, where they say, you know what, I can explain a product till a certain level. And beyond that, I'll want to kind of give you more information to a customer, give the customer more information that they can kind of consume and learn from. Because it's not practical for a salesperson to know and understand everything about all the products that are being sold in the market. So what uh, a lot of salespeople really look at is to say, you know, while you're doing a lot of things to help me learn and educate me, uh, the salesperson really wants something that can also educate the customer through them. So the ideal way that could be done is to enable this salesperson to share something as an expert to say, you know what, I've explained certain points to you but there are a few more questions that you may have let me do something let me kind of shoot out an email to you or send you a message very quickly on let's say whatsapp or iMessage where I'm going to you know help you understand how this product can help you and uh, why don't you go through it and get back to me with specific queries that you may have so the moment you do that the salesperson really you know feels empowered because one, they don't have the onus of explaining everything to the customer. The second part is that they're able to close the loop and leave something behind to the customer so that, you know, the customer can actually go through it, refer back to the conversations that they've had and also get more information than what they had. And the third most important part is that I'm able to present something to the customer that's relevant to them that makes sense to the customer in terms of educating themselves rather than me trying to push something extremely standard, you know, sharing a standard brochure with them, standing a standard deck with them, which the customer may not really relate to. So for a salesperson, what they really appreciate based on our field visits and based on what we've seen with organizations is they say, help me educate the customer and help me narrate the customer's story back to them and help me, you know, customize my pitch based on what the customer's story or what the customer gave to me. Because if I can, you know, repeat what the customer said back to them, you know, in my own words, the customer is very happy because they opened their heart out, they poured out whatever they had, you know, for 10 minutes in terms of what their issue, what their trouble, what their problem is. And I was able to capture that. I was able to narrate it back to them and also talk about how our product or service can really help them. So that makes the whole enablement part and sales part much more easier than just talking about, you know, how many meetings I attended, filling up a CRM, how many learning courses I attended, because for a salesperson, these are all overheads, you know, to have to, because filling a CRM, they don't really see a direct benefit for it for the most part. They think it's a management tool. Same way when you talk about learning systems, uh, a lot of times salespeople look at this as a mandatory course that they have to get through with, and they don't really see a lot of learning coming from it. Also because they, you know, look at immediate gratification, because a lot of times salespeople want to know something that they can use today tomorrow if you're going to give them something that you say hey why don't you use it in a month's time to them that's like a fairly long-term plan and you know they think it's all gyan they think it's all you know a lot of gas that's been dumped on them and they just have to kind of you know get going with this learning as one of the tasks that they have to do so this is it for today folks and uh, hope to catch you up soon uh, in another session of uh, sales enablement by sharp thank you bye